0: where i talk to men man about their life work and the contents of their bathroom cabinet those bathroom essentials whether they be hair products grooming skincare fragrance things that really work for them um, they pass on tips and tricks and tell us about their essential items um this week i'm really happy to be joined by ricky hall who is a model an actor and a brand owner um I really wanted to talk to Ricky because he's he's a beard model. Now he was doing this a good while ago, probably fifteen years ago now. Um, lots of tattoos, bearded, really great beard. Um, so he was at the vanguard of, of that trend, which is obviously developed and is, is still going strong now. But um, Ricky has a really big following on social media; is over two hundred seventy thousand followers on Instagram has modelled all over the world for brands such as Lyle & Scott and Diesel. Um, He gives us a fascinating insight into how he got into the the business, um, how it worked for him, and he was working in the the West Midlands for his dad, and how he got scouted uh, into the whole modelling world. Um, I think, you know, with someone who obviously makes their living from, I guess, partly from their beard, um, he's got some really good insight into products that work for him. I said brand owner because Ricky also has his own range with um, grooming brand Captain Fawcett. He has his own range there called Booz and Backy. He also has a clothing range called Indigo and Goods. So he's a busy guy. He plays a lot of golf as well. So um, I think you're going to really enjoy it. Here's Ricky Hall on the Man in the Mirror podcast. My guest on Man in the Mirror podcast this week is Ricky Hall. Ricky, welcome along. Hayden, thank you ever so much for having me.
1: Um, And yeah, I've been very excited since you've asked me to do this. So yeah,
0: great to to have you. So I said in the intro um, that you're well-known tattoo and and beard model. I suppose what we're doing on Man in the Mirror is finding out about people's uh, bathroom cabinet essentials, things, the products that they love. But it'd be good to know. How did you get into modelling? What what happened? What what were you up to at the time?
1: Yeah, so I. I, I used to be a motorcycle mechanic. That was my that was my trade, you know, and that's what I did from school. I, I was a Saturday boy from 14, 15 years old, working with my dad at his motorbike shop in Wolverhampton, just getting the sandwiches, you know, being the dog's body, the, the cups of tea and all that kind of stuff. And that, you know, organically progressed into full-time work when I when I left school. And um, when I left high school, went straight into, into the workshop. And that's what I thought my that's what i thought my life was going to be you know i had my missus you know i'd we'd go out on a friday and a saturday night we'd have some beers have a curry and and, and go home and that was you know that, that was my life and i was happy you know mm. little, nothing at all wrong with that you know and meet see my friends and go to the gym and bits and bobs i was you know 16 17 18 and that was all that was all cool anyway so one day i had to um, um one of my jobs was to 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 pick Customers' bikes, if they broke down, or if there was an accident, or whatever. If they were, if they bought the bike from us, then you know there's a. Oh, I was the white van man to go and collect the bike if something happened to it. Anyway, so my dad goes up to and goes, "Look, oh, Rick, there's, there's a bike broken down. One of our customers uh, just off Regent Street, London. And this, uh, the, the only time I've been to London before, Hayden, was to see the Lion King when I was about <laughs> ten years old, with the school with the, with the school trip. There's like 10, Great 15. Show. Great show It was a very good show. Yeah, it's very good show. Um it was a very entertaining show and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, but we're not here to talk about the Lion King <laughs> and review it. i reviewed that in a separate podcast, <laughs> but uh yeah, we went down. um Sorry. Yeah. We went to see Lion King and that was the last time we went to London. That was like, yeah. So fast forward 11 years and my dad goes to me, look, I'll pay for a little hotel for you. Here's 20, 30 quid. Get yourself some beers, stay down there and bring the bike back in the morning and, uh, and we'll start repairing it. So I was like, cool. You know, it was a big deal for me. You know, I've you know, never really been out of, birmingham you know let alone going to, to london on my own mm-hmm. you know and, and, and you know, going out and not knowing anybody and you know having some beers so i was super excited so anyway so driving down and realizing i realized i needed to get a couple of t-shirts you know i had my jeans with me i didn't bring any t-shirts with me so part of the van just a couple of streets adjacent to uh to Regent street trucked it tricked it on the on the meet for about 40 minutes and i walked to Topman. That was, you know, a Top Shop. That was, yeah, on, you know, right opposite the tube station. No longer there. of course. No longer there. No, it's not, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so you popped in the Top Shop, um, Top Man, went upstairs, come out, got some t-shirts, come out, and as I was walking out, I got uh, I got approached with two ladies, and uh, and the, straight out of that moment was to go, "You got a very interesting look. Would you like to be a model?" And it just completely knocked. It. I was I was like, I didn't know. There's so many different things going on in my head at the this time. This didn't happen to you normally? Then? No, never. No. I was like, is this just a London thing? Is this <laughs> what happens to people in London every day? I don't know. Do they want money from me? Is it, it, I didn't understand it. And just, I thought, you know what? I've like, I've never really thought about it. No, but sure. Why not? And they go, so they, they literally, they've shown me all the credentials. They're they all above board. And, um, and yeah, they put me in a taxi and they took me to Nevs, which was my then agency, Nevs model agency. And they signed me straight away. It was wow. on, it was on King's road at this point in Chelsea. Um, and did you have the same sort of look at that point Were you, were no, you no, no. And no, no. You? So I had a Freddie Mercury moustache <laughs> and a shaved sides and a slip back mohawk. And I only had from my wrist to the top of my shoulder tattooed. Right. So now I'm obviously f- fully tattooed. Um, so yeah, so it was a very diluted version of what I am now. Um, but in the fashion industry at that point, you know, this was what was 15, 16 years ago. Nobody had that in the fashion industry. There was, you know, there was was not many, there was no facial hair really, Mm. apart from a bit of stubble or whatever, but definitely no tattoos and not to the, you know, the seriousness that it is today. Tattoos weren't even that popular. No, I mean, so it was quite a new thing for even tattoos. I mean, they're everywhere now and that's great, you know, everyone's showing their, showing their colors and, 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 you know, really getting out there and and it's great. It's artwork, isn't it? They're showing art on their skin.
0: Did you get work straight away then? What what kind of brands were you working with?
1: So it took it took a couple of months. So I had to work in there was a little place in Camden called the Happy Shack, and um, it was just a, like a t shirt customization bit and, and putting some studs and spray paint and some on t- um, band t shirts, and it was great. And I, I, I know Camden in and at, inside and out. I've got a special place in my heart of Camden, and I always will. That was the place that kind of got me to London and paid for a little bit. And I was just sofa surfing. I was you know I was drinking a lot, partying a lot, and I was having a great time. <laughs> Twenty one year old in. Uh, Twenty-one years old in London for the first time, just straight out of Wolverhampton. It was, it was like, it was like being in like space. It's was, it was been a yeah, it's yeah. like it being, it in Mars, and it was completely. I, I loved it, and I moved in the summer, so if, you know, it was just summer gardens, and the, I remember the the black cat we used to drink out in Camden. It's, oh, it's closed and, now, yeah. and I had a great little rooftop bar. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I, I digress. Um, and yeah, so you know, and I at lunchtime had to go out doing my castings or go to test shoots to get um. To get my my model book built up, so then when they mm. you know go to the important castings, they can see what I look like in different clothes and different lightings and, and all this kind of stuff and work by a different photographers. Anyway, so during this point, I was completely skint. So you know, I wasn't going to a barber shop. I wasn't getting my hair cut, and I couldn't really afford any razors. or any, you know, I, I wasn't shaving. Mm. So just out of pure laziness and skintness, I I popped to. Um, I popped in my agency, yeah. So I, I say, because I couldn't afford anything, my beard just grew. It grew. Oh, and it, right. it grows very quick. It's like cress; It grows so quick. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to pop and pick some images up from a photographer that he'd done to get into my book so I can go to a casting for, I think it was, I think it was a GQ casting for this rock and roll kind of biker, Harley Davidson vibe thing. Yeah. But they wanted the images in my book before I went there because they wanted me to get this casting. Obviously, they wanted me to get the job with GQ. And, um, and yeah, anyway, so as I popped in there, the senior men's booker was there. And he looked at me, he was like, Rick, just pop over here a second. And I was like, okay, I think his name is Steve, I believe. And he was like, Rick, we've had this casting coming for Lyle and Scott. It's for the golf range, but we were, they were looking for uh, a 40 to 55-year-old. You've just grown this beard and you look quite a lot older now. Would right. you, Rick, I was 22 at this point. And he go, let's just chance it. You know, I, I think I just had um, a swallow tattoo on my neck yeah. as well. So it was getting. Like, so you
0: didn't take it as an insult then?
1: No, it? no, no. I was like, you know what? I need the money. I need them. I mean, I, I didn't think I was going to get it, but I'm, I was just excited to do castings and be, yeah. be even be thought of, even my yeah. name to be put out there. I was. That's a great brand. In, well, yeah, it doesn't matter what the brand. Anything, anybody who was interested in, in, in the look or yeah. in, in me was just mind blowing anyway. So I thought I might maybe make something out like of this. Went to the casting within an hour. They had a call back. Yeah, we want Ricky to shoot this thing. So we went to Brighton, shot the campaign a few days later, uh, a few weeks later, um, and when that campaign came out. That's when all my agencies, you know, in LA, in New York, in Munich, in Barcelona, in in Milan, they all beat, and that's I got five agencies overnight.
0: So that's when it all began,
1: and that's when it all began, and then that's when I started earning nice money, and you and know, this I was kind traveling
0: of signature look of you know,
1: yeah, and I just went, yeah, I thought you know there was a gap in the market, and I just completely went with it, and I was like right get to get more tattoos, sort me hair out. I can mm. afford a barber now. Mm. I can, you know, let's get it cut nice. And, you know, I used to go to Murdoch's a lot. Yeah. And, and David now, who, who owns Shepherds in Birmingham, where I live, he was the one who cut my hair first. And now I'm back with him. Now that I've moved back to Birmingham. So was
0: he at Murdoch's and then? He, he was at Murdoch's in,
1: in, uh, I think it was just opposite. the the Shoreditch, um, overground. Yep. And there's a there's a street at the back of there, I think it's by Nudie now. Red, oh, Red, by, um, Red Church Street, I think. Is that where yeah. um, Soho House is? It's just yeah. round the corner. Shortage house, so- yeah. yeah. house, sorry. Yeah. Shortage House, just around the corner from there. Uh, and he's the one who, so that was, he got me into the barbie as in getting my hair cut short, back and sides. And now that I'm, you know, 15, 16 years later, he's back on my hair and he, he's. The best barber I've had is he. Hands down, he's absolutely incredible. I've got so much love for that guy because he's
0: just—he's just so good at what he does. And he knows, he knows your hair and, yeah. and what to do. Yeah, exactly. But it's funny though, isn't it? I think we, you know we kind of take it for granted almost that it, it's such an iconic look now, and, we, and you know you're at the vanguard of it, and we see it, you know, in, in all kinds of magazines and online. But I guess 15 years ago, it, it was quite pioneering, wasn't it? You—you're you one of the first to to have this look and, and kind of pave the way. Yeah, it, it was just, as I said before, it was, th- there was nobody else doing it. I didn't even mean to do it. <laughs>
1: it was—it yeah. just, just kind of fell into it. And I was just, my love of tattoos. And then the beard just kind of just organically grew as in, I just thought, well, I wonder how far I can take this. Mm. You know, it's almost like a, a challenge to myself, Hayden. Mm. Just let's see where it was going. And as the beard was getting bigger, I was getting bigger jobs. And I was like, this is, this is working. This is working. There's obviously going to be a limit to this point yeah, because it, it, yeah. I didn't want to get too too ZZ top, <laughs> but it was just working, you know. And I was flying all. I was working. I wasn't home for about a year. I was I was living in Brixton at this point then, so I was just paying for an expensive wardrobe basically, and I going was back all flight, over the world. Yeah, I was in, I was in New. York, I, was, I was doing. I was working for Paul Smith, Diesel, H, H&M, and I was working with Beckham for H&M in... underwear. Yeah. Um, I was, I was reviling top man. I was doing all these brands, you know, these household name brands and I was Levi's. I was in the middle of it. And my yeah. mum would see me in magazines or on the telly. And it was just, she, she's kept it. Even to this day, she she's got thousands of different magazines or GQ or Vogue that I was in. And, Oh, I and it. i went back the other day to see to see see my mum, and she, she's like she was having a cup of tea she's like rick I've got, do you want to see him i was like i don't really like to see myself
0: i love that your mum has got all the albums of, of all yeah that,
1: yeah uh, and she's like, cut out things wow. like it's like a massive um sc- uh scrapbook yeah I love it. <laughs> a beard a beard, a beard a pear, so, sort of
0: hair so so you know great to get the the background and find out how you got to to where you are but and obviously the one of the ideas of this podcast is to to sort of give tips and, and find out about the kind of products that you like to use. So it'd be great if you give us a little insight, a sort of virtual tour of your bathroom cabinet. And are, are there certain things? What, what about, um, about about skincare? What do you what do you do to look after your skin?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm Hayden. I'm very lucky in a sense where I have no troublesome skin. As in, I'm very lucky. It's not mm. greasy. It's not dry. You can put quite a lot of heavy products onto my skin and mm. I won't break out and I won't, you know, get a rash. So I'm very, I know I'm lucky for that, you mm. know, because I understand a lot of people do struggle with their skin and, and it, it is, it's, it's an important thing, you know, it's, it's your face, isn't mm. it? You know, it's, it's what people see first, mm. you know, so I understand that. So I'm incredibly lucky. I'm incredibly lucky. I'm half of it's covered with hair. So I <laughs> yeah. it could be completely right off underneath there. head. <laughs> we we just have don't know that
0: skin underneath <laughs> as well,
1: but it? we do. So I think a tip would be what, so let's, let's get so skincare uh, the quick regime the lightest moisturizing face wash that they do. It mm. doesn't matter what it... You, I use a lot of Kiehl's yep. or The Ordinary. Mm-hmm. Super, almost like a, a thin serum, really. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. As long as it's thin, not heavy, I'll just do it, put it on in the shower, get it wash on, it off, off, and that's yeah. it. But what a good tip I would say, especially for anybody who's grown a beard or who has got one already, is get a beard brush, a mm-hmm. uh, bit of shampoo on top. i use the Booze and Bucky uh, by Captain Force shampoo couple of sprays on top of your, your beard brush and scrub that in because what it does, it gets into the, the hair because I'm, you can't exfoliate the skin mm-hmm. like you would do with a normal cream. Like, say, for example, I'm, I'm just paraphrasing here, if Facial Fuel by Kiehl's, Kiehl's they're exfoliating the exfoliate cream. So you would just obviously put that on top of your skin, wouldn't you? What I would suggest is, is put a shampoo and an exfoliator on top of the beard brush and then scrub that into the beard. And that will but that will penetrate the beard, penetrate the, the skin underneath, and it just gets all the gunk and all the, the dry skin and it stops it itching as well. Yeah. People, people stop growing beards because of the itching phase, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just need to exfoliate. And it's dead skin. That. It's just dead skin and gunk and all, all the horrible stuff that on, yeah. on the skin. So yeah, just get the beard brush right in there almost till it hurts almost. Um and yeah, and that's it. And just wash it out and shampoo the beard. And do and
0: you and have that's it. like do you use beard moisturizers or anything like that? So I
1: use a beard or I use the, the captain force. Right. Beard oil, but sure, whoever. Which we'll, we'll, uh, we'll yeah, talk we'll, t- we'll touch a, on that in, in a second. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, a beard oil is good. So the beard balm is good for shaping the beard. It's almost like a, a soft wax. Mm-hmm. And then the beard oil is good for, for 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 getting into the um, for getting to the root of the beard to keep yeah. everything fresh and and and, and, shiny and shiny and moisturized as well. You know, especially if it's with an almond oil, soak into the skin. It's good for it. It's all natural. Yeah. You know, so you're not going to get any. Any naughtiness from that, and it's just and it smells amazing too. Yeah, it's Beard there's some great smelling beard oils. Uh,
0: now I the, can um, I'm sitting here with Ricky, I can see all his tattoos. Do, do you have to look after all the tattooed skin? Is there something you should you yeah, do? Put
1: I, on that? I I just go for um, there is the used to, there's I like the moisturizers for the body shop. The body moisturizers they they used to, they do do a coconut one, and that's great. And because it's quite thick, it's it it pops the colors out of the tattoos. Mm. You know, so if if I don't moisturise my skin, it goes a bit ashy on, on my right, arms and right, my legs right. and stuff. And the tattoos look really all. So they do a great moisturiser. I mean, they do it in all different um, scents, but they're just the bog standard. It's in like a, just a little round dish. A You're not top. having to
0: spend crazy money on so
1: it. stuff. It's like isn't? eight quid, ten yeah. tops. Yeah. And that lasts for eight. You only need like a 10 pence, you know, 10 pence size piece. And it goes everywhere and, it's, and it smells amazing. It sm- it's like a pina colada. I love peanut it. Colada smells. It's, <laughs> do you touch- like Pina i touch touching on uh, Juliet has a gun, do a Vanilla Vibes, which is a very similar smell. Ah. It's, that's my holiday fragrance. Vanilla Vibes by Juliet has a gun. Okay. And it, it is just like a Dell pina colada with all yeah. the fireworks coming out of the top and the, <laughs> the, uh, the flamingos and the little cocktail. I love that. Dalboy is my, you know, he's my style he's icon. He's spirit animal. He's my spirit animal <laughs> style icon, but it's just that, the vanilla vibes by Juliet Azaghani is the most fantastic evening um, perfume for nice me to job. wear. I love well,
0: that. It's good that you, um, you mentioned fragrance. It's probably good to touch on that now. So we've talked about your skincare and beard. So tell me about your relationship with fragrance. So are, you, are you a kind of guy that has you know, one signature scent or do you like to mix it up or, or um, do you wear any at all?
1: Yeah, no. So I'm seasonal in my smells, you know, I, right. so you've got spring, summer, autumn, winter, and spring, summer kind of merges into the wine, but it's, it's a quarterly thing, you know, it's a quarterly. I like to keep it fresh and citrusy mm-hmm. s- spring, summer. And then when you, when we start going into the darker months, you know, like your, 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 your autumn, you're, winter, yeah, more. you're inside a little bit more, you've got the fire one. You you start coming out more musky, a bit more Oudier, I suppose, mm-hmm. just darker, you mm-hmm. know, and you're coming into Christmas time, and you get the cinnamon smells going, orangey, and just that warm. And you want that smell. comfort and then enveloping. It's like, yeah, it's the like the a, yeah. yeah, it's like putting on a yeah, like putting on the cardigan. I smell. Yeah, exactly. I love, I love a I love a shawl <laughs>
0: cardigan.
1: <laughs> I'm mean, all about that? And the better the, the years that it goes on, the all rips and the, the, the stains and stuff, it just looks better. I love it. But yeah, you know, it, it, currently, um, so around
0: April now. Yeah, what what, what are you wearing? At the so moment? I've just got a new
1: smell, which is Lilabo Bay 19, which uh-huh. Have you
0: smelled it? I, I, I don't know Bay 19, I it's have to incredible. say. So it's, it's, it's petrichor, the,
1: the word I'm looking for, is where uh. this exact smell, so you know in, in some time and you've got dry soil, mm-hmm. or dry pavement, and it's been hot all day and then you suddenly not get a, a downpour. Yep. And it's that when the, the smell kicks up off the, from the fresh rain and the smell kicks up off that dry soil or the, the concrete, it's that beautiful, metallic-y, fresh grassy smell that yeah. you get that that, that is, meets is petri- uh, yeah. sort of uh, yeah meets sort of I just, uh,
0: meets, urban, meets, yeah yeah. And
1: it's, yeah it meets the air meets yeah. the ground and it's just kicks up this metallic kind of smell very similar i like very silvery metallic smells like mm. molecule i want but mm-hmm. that's a day-to-day thing at the moment yeah, but it's right. either bay 19 by lilabo or molecule i, I like quite metallic silver <laughs> fresh almost i don't know how to put this into a smell but reflective smells i yeah. don't get it i don't know why um, i think of that word but you know I me. Mean? it's almost just the color silver if, if, yeah. it, if you could smell the color silver in a perfume i don't know why i'm saying that but
0: no you make make me want to you know what i mean but it's, but it's, it's nice
1: incredible thing. and it just and it's just very subtle but, but every time you go past somebody everyone's turning. Go, like, mm. oh, you smell amazing you smell great what, what, is, what it? is
0: it what like, is it yeah there's another <laughs> yeah. one there's uh, another one do you know DS and Durga? Have you ever come across I Diaz do not know. I don't know. Um, American, I think you quite like them actually. You've got a sort of apothecary kind of Brooklyn-based oh, nice. perfume company, but they've nice. got one called Concrete After Lightning, which sounds like, again, that oh, sort really? of petrichor... Yeah, sort of electricity kind of thing. Which uh...
1: electricity—that's the
0: perfect word yeah, for it. you will so have to write that. that down for me. I love that. <laughs> hey, sorry, guys. Hayden's been
1: writing. I've been uh, putting my nose through his his, uh, his his cabinets, and he's had to write a, a long list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll that. We'll that when list. he pops to the loo, there's going to be a lot of toilet. There's going to be a lot of
0: uh, bits that have gone missing, Hayden. Yeah. I'll fantastic as
1: I walk out the door. <laughs> it's an elect- electric elect-
0: So tell me about, as well as, well as modelling, as I said in the introduction, um, Ricky has his own collaboration with um, a grooming and fragrance brand called Captain Fawcett. So t- tell me a bit more about that and how it came about and, and what your what your fragrance line w- within Captain Fawcett is, yeah, is all about. Yeah, totally. So
1: how that came about, when I was in... I was, I was still living the bricks at this point. This was about... This must have been. T- yeah, I've been working with Captain Fawcett for 10 years now. And I was... I was come out of my uh, come out of my apartment and I was walking to the tube and I was like, you know what? I was about I was about an hour early for my casting. I can't remember what casting it was, but I remember it being a hot day. It was about twelve o'clock and the pubs had just opened or the the terrace at the Ritzy Cinema just opened. I was like, you know oh, what? No. I saw somebody having a, a glass of wine. I'm like, I'll go. I haven't got anything to do after this 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 casting, so I thought I'm going to start day drinking, but just a couple, <laughs> just a couple, just take the edge off the uh, yeah. afternoon, yeah. and then do my casting. I only have a couple, and then I'll go out on the on the uh, razzle after. Uh, so anyway, I sat down and just I bumped into, funny enough, bump, bumped into James Nesbit. Did you the Cold Feet actor? I mean, Do you know it more. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. But he. Uh, he, 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 and we went to for the same table and that's how we started. We, had, we ended up having a beer with each other and he quickly screwed off. So, I mean, I probably ruined his you whole mind. You frightened him. Well, yeah, I mean, I was very <laughs> nice, but I was just, I, just, I didn't realise until, you know what I mean, I didn't realise until halfway through the conversation. I was like, I do I just, yeah, we we're in our ways. But yeah, that was, I'm, just, I'm completely digressing here. But um, yeah, and I, I was there having a couple of beers and the PR girl for Captain Fawcett was sat just a couple of tables away. And she popped, she popped over to me and goes, excuse me, you've got a really nice beard. Can I drop give you a card? Uh, we do male grooming bits, you know,
0: beard oils. I love how rappers. this happens to you. I, so I've never had this in my life. And there's all these stories already of well, women, always- women coming up to you and giving you cards, <laughs> putting you in taxis and saying, come, yeah, with, come, no. with, come with me, Ricky. In my
1: life isn't that fantastic, believe oh, me. It's it's just good, I think she's been in the right place at the right time. Honestly, And I'm not looking for To be a male model, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> No, sorry, we, she, she gave you a card. She gave me a card and uh, she goes, Look, you know, she said, call me. Yeah, and it was a lipstick marker, that <laughs> kin and a kiss in the black pen. Um yeah. no, and she goes, uh she goes, Look, you know, you've got a fantastic bit. And because I was very young at this point, nobody really had a bit at this age. So I was and the tattoos, I had my little vest on, it was hot day, and I was going to the casting, so I was showing as much skin as I could possibly show. Mm. And um and yes, she gave me this card, I had a couple, I had a drink with her, and then I went myself, well, I went to the casting. She went a separate way. And then two weeks later, I remember I had this in my wallet, this card. So I had a look on the, on the website, captainfawcett.com. And I was like, oh my God, there's all these, these bits for the beard. I didn't know there was all this mm. kind of stuff. I it was products you didn't really know. Yeah, it. I'd been with David at Murdoch's. But even then, Murdoch's weren't touching on the beards at yeah. this point. So it was just, we put a bit of, probably a bit of hair cream in there. Yeah. But when I looked at the website, you know, you've got mustache waxes, beard this all the shaving kits, the old uh, cutthroat razors, shampoos for the beard, all this stuff. I, it was a completely new world that was opening up to me. And I, I really wanted to be involved in this. So I emailed them. I go, look, you know, it's, and I put, put, my Instagram on there. This was just as Instagram was starting. Mm-hmm. So I only had a, you know, I, I think I had, a. it wasn't as many as now, but it, it was a nice Instagram, you know, it was, it was getting there because of all the magazines I've been in and people were interested in what was going on and the bearded yep. guy who's this weirdo. And, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so he's was getting there. And then uh, Captain Force ripped back and we they wanted to do a, a little film with me for this, for their new beard. Oil. So I went to Gloucester, shot the beard off. I think it was with Royal Enfield, it Royal Enfield and Fawcett. And we, we, we had me in the old Bellstaff gear and riding mm-hmm. the bike and just making it quite, you know, rugged and be, touching on my time as a mechanic and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, And it went really well. The film came out, went really well. I was like, you know what? I want to, I want to get involved in this a bit more. Um, Richie was thinking the same thing Captain uh, Captain Fawcett. He was, it, we, we kind of rang each other pretty much at the same time and going, Let's we make should it. do something. Let, let's do let's yeah. do something. let's let's get a brand within your brand. Mm. And that brand now is booze and backey, which you know, we sell in selfridges Harvey nichols we sell it we sell all over the world. It it yeah. went it went turbo overnight. So
0: because, what's the what's the relevance of booze and backey? Why did you choose those smells?
1: So the so at this point my my, my dad was really poorly, you know, he, he was suffering of uh mesothelioma, which is um asbestos cancer, you know? Oh, so gosh. he was, and he went really poorly, really quick. Yeah. So he was dealing with all that and, um, and yeah, yeah. And you know, it was, it was a very peculiar, situ- it was a very peculiar time. And I just remember thinking, I remember coming up with, Richie told me to, to come up with some ideas about what you want the smell to be, what you want in it, da da, da, da. And I was just always, always, I was going through a lot of emotion with my dad at the time. So I thought, you know what, let's make this about my dad. Let's, I um, because I remember that when he, when he was working at the bike shop, he would come home so on a sunday afternoon he would come back smelling of oil petrol uh wd-40 <laughs> 20 bensons and about 10 pints of carlin so that and he's with his leather jacket and his and four capri <laughs> it'd be like probably broken broken down two two times on the way home it was just a, a, a beautiful mixture and then with my mum's roast dinner, my mum's roast lamb, and the Formula One noise, I can picture it now. I can shut my eyes and I can be right there, Hayden. Yeah. And I wanted to encapsulate that in a bottle, in a beard oil, because of you know beard oils, manly, sexy, rugged, you know, not pretty and and mm. polished. And I just throw all the ingredients that that I could think of. You know, the, the tobacco leaf, the uh, the bog myrtle, the the um, the hops from the the, mm-hmm. the, the beer. It's got 11 11 essential ores in there. It's got all these different ores in there. And it's, the smell is incredible. The smell is exactly how my dad used to smell, as in, it's just that old school manliness, bit of old spice kind of gear going on, but with like your... Oh, it, it's just it's just fantastic! It's, and I was so super proud of it, and it and it and did and, it take
0: a long time to sort of arrive at the final yeah, formula?
1: So yeah, so I went to the mixologist, and um, it took about it took I was there for twelve hours, mm. and you know you have to keep smelling coffee beans, so you delete that smell from yeah. your nose. It took a while and it was it was it was I, I say it was hard work it was just it was just a very long process but i'm glad i did that i didn't want to just go in because i'm putting my name to this i just yeah. i didn't want to go in put my name to it and go home because i would you know i'd have had to deal with that live mm. with that and i'd have like i could have done that better I'm, i put the hours in we really put the hours in as a team captain Force and myself and it just it, it we got to the end result and then
0: and was there a kind of eureka moment of right, that's it that's the essence of my dad and, it,
1: Yeah, it was it took no, because what, what had to happen, they had to play around with ratios then. So I, I there was about ten different beards that got sent to me about three weeks later and it A, B, C, D, E, blah, yeah. blah, And they go, Ricky, just you you have to choose out of these. That's all there is. That mm-hmm. we can't do any more pick one. And then it he ended up being like the G one or something like that. And and that's the the smell that hasn't changed today. And that that has gone into shampoos, beard oils, mustache waxes, moisturizers. You know, hair shampoo, beard shampoo, all these different moisture. You know, the facial moisturizer. It, we 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 we've, we've, we've done it all. We've done it all Hayden.
0: Amazing. And and Captain Forcey, say this it's in some of the big retailers, and also available on the, on their website. So, yeah,
1: yeah, CaptainFawcett.com. and and um, he he does a few collabs as with uh, he does uh, one with Rufus Hound. Oh, the actor. The actor, Rufus Hound, mm. yeah. And he, and actually, he's... Famous beard merchant. His is one of my favourite smells as well. If I didn't have mine, no, I'll go, I'll go yeah. for it. Sid Satung as well, who's a very famous barber, very good barber. He works out in Not- Nottingham now. He's from Chicago originally, but he moved over eight years ago. Very nice guy, but his is very nice. He's very fresh. I like fresh smells. Mm. And um So yeah. all,
0: all, the, all the different um scents in the range, it sounds like they're quite... They're quite separate. And they very work different, in their own yeah, world. yeah. Yeah.
1: And there's there's a new one called Maharaj, which is very oudie and mm-hmm. um uh yeah, it's it's got a, it's you know, it's a very um dark, mm-hmm. deep smell and you know, almost gold. It's almost yeah. a gold yeah. smell. It's that's fantastic. It's very deep, very nice for the winter. I
0: love it. You you have a way of describing fragrance um with colours, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, it's a good way of it's a really good Way in, I think you talked about you know, silvers and gold, and stuff. yeah. Really it, I know it might not make sense to a lot of people, but no, it makes sense to me. And yeah. I can't, I, I do struggle trying to explain things, so I
1: explain it in a way no, that no, I know no, how yeah.
0: I yeah. think it's a really good way. And actually, you know, to, to find the language for fragrance is difficult. And I think yeah. color color, and yeah, texture yeah, is a really good, yeah, yeah. Really good way. Yeah. So, I mean, one thing I'm really keen to find out in this podcast is, you know, we're talking about sort of products in your you know, virtual bathroom cabinet, but also you know you're in your mid thirties. You've, you've said, are you, when you look in the mirror and look in the the bathroom mirror now, are you happy with what you see? Do do you ever sort of think, Oh God, you know, I wish I should do this change or this tweakment or anything, or or do you sort of hark back to youth or what's your relationship with your appearance, which obviously, you know, in lots of ways makes your living and does amazing things for you. you, You kind of content and happy with what you see. I, I, you know what, Hayden? I am. I am. I'm. You know, I, I, I like to think that I'm growing old
1: gracefully. You know, I mean, I'm not. I definitely haven't got the same skin as as I did when I was twenty. When I first started mm. getting into the game of modelling, um, but you know, I've got crow's feet. Like you know, I'll get. I'm very excited that I've got grey hairs now. Actually um i can't see many there's here. a few here there's <laughs> a few and there's a, but i I've, I've almost got to the point where i want to start putting shil- silver shampoo on them <laughs> right, <laughs> a little okay. bit but i love great silver hair is my is my absolute ideal i can't wait for i, t- I want to go totally white i want to go that is absolutely outrageously beautiful i think for hair um but no as you know as we're touching back on to, to what you said yeah you know, i've got crow's feet and you know there's things you can do you can you can put a bit of botox in there you can do some fillers which people do and that's
0: absolutely fine but if, you don't if, think you'd do that
1: no, not me. Not I, I. I like the character of my face as mm. it's going on It tells a story. You mm. know? I used to be a very big drinker, you know, a very big party and that shows. You know, mm. God knows what the insides of me look like, <laughs> but you know, it's for the years of battering my body about with drinking and partying and and stuff like that. Late nights, shitty food. It shows. You know, now that I've cleaned up a bit, my. I've got actually to say a bit. It's it's a very clean living, you know. I go to the gym all the time. I drink a lot of water, play a lot of golf, do a lot of cardio. Mm. I eat more vegetables now,
0: and which I never comes, used that to comes before. Comes across in, in your skin, doesn't it? That's it
1: comes on your skin. It's yeah. always, also good for your mind as well. You know, yeah. it's, you put shit in, you get shit out, don't you? Mm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just it's just growing. I think it's just grown old gracefully and grown growing old wisely as well. You know, you mm. but there's, there's you can go the other way and you can put all these things in your face and you know what, if it makes you happy. Do it. Crack on. If it's not hurting anybody else, you know, just be a bit careful. Just be a bit mindful of it because you can get carried away. I've got a very addictive personality. So I'm sure if I started doing it, Jesus, I would. I would go way over the top. So I think I'd best to stay away from <laughs> it because, you know, look at the tattoos. I mean, I only wanted to get one. At the start with, and it now started I'm, with one. And now I, there's, there's nothing else to be tattooed. I, mean, I was getting tattoos deleted as in laser to people get more put on, but- Well, have you had some off? Have you? Yeah. So yeah. this all used to be clouds. I'm sorry, I know this is bad for a podcast, but on my left arm, there used to be clouds all behind uh, the the pictures on top. And we've had it all deleted. delete. Yeah. So you can see a oh, little okay. bit. Yeah. that used to be dark clouds. So yeah. there's, um, Wayne laser, yeah. He uh, he deleted all that. It's, it takes a little while I and mean, it hurts more than the actual tattoo. But you know, it's it's done. But yeah, touching back on to the to growing older, I'm enjoying the journey, Hayden.
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying the journey. Well, and it I'm seems happy like a really, really sort of healthy way of, of looking at it. And you, you <laughs> mentioned so. golf and, and you know, yeah. try, trying to be healthier now. And that kind of self-care word you know is is getting outside and golf is that a, is a good way of relaxing and making sure you're looking after yourself is that something you, I mean,
1: I, you use i think golf I, so i'll go to the gym i'm in the gym at six so I, I said before off off air to you that i wake up past four you know yeah, have a breakfast I but that's ha- but i mean I'm, a, I'm asleep at nine you yeah. know what i mean so it, it balances out you know what i mean I, I'm, mm. I used to be just going out at night mm. and now it's completely my world is completely you know flipped on its head you know, I, I wake up in the morning, I'll, I'll have a nice coffee. I, I, I even go to bed I look forward to the smell of that coffee. Mm. I'm a big fan of, you know, I have a nice little espresso machine. know, it's not fancy, fancy, but yeah. you can, every month there's new coffees coming out. I get it from Selfridges because I live like five minutes from the boring. Pop in and I know the guy is there, uh, Rafael, the guy is from Brazil. Hey, Rafael. Hey, Rafael, if you're listening. He, he won't be listening. <laughs> and hope uh, he is. is. No, I, I'm sure he is. I'll, I'll give him a nudge. Yeah. I'll give him a nudge when I see him in the first get but, uh, Free camp yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah, you know, it's, I, I, I wake up, go to the gym, and then from the gym, I go to play nine holes of golf, and then I go to work. You know, that's mm. it's good for my mind. It's good for mm. my structure. So I know what's going on. I'm not, I need structure throughout the day. You know, I have a physical diary where I have to cross things in, cross things out, mm. put things on there, and, you know, physically write it in change bits and bobs because i like to just and then at the end of the day i can know you know just crossing them off i've had a very productive day here yeah. and rather than just kind of guess working so i don't like to use my phone for the calendar yeah i physically like to write it down it's quite satisfying I've that, yeah just know, crossing out i've done that i've been That's worried about that and it's done it's it's, mm. it's done it's out of my life now and then when you get to the end of the day i'm just looking for what's going on tomorrow and then i'm like crossing all these things i'll go ricky you've had a really really good day there mate mm. well done well done
0: <laughs> now go to bed Go to bed. It's nine o'clock. <laughs> you are got your bedtime. Well, Ricky, thank you so much. Um, it's been a really fascinating insight into your journey and, and how things have happened and, and all the amazing things that are going on with, with Captain Fawcett and, and the work that you're doing. But Really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming along. Hayden, thank you ever so much for having me. Pleasure. Take care. Cheers. Oh, it was so lovely to talk to Ricky. Um, it was an absolute joy. I won't give you <laughs> the whole story, but uh, we tried to record it virtually in in different places, but for one reason or another, it didn't work. So, actually, Wicky ended up coming here to my house, which was which was even better, a kind of a, a happy accident, because I got to meet him in person, and he was so lovely. Um, and obviously, that meant it t- took more time for him. So, I really appreciate him coming over to see me and um, recording with me here at home. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I think there's some really good tips there things particularly around the the beard and and what he does with with his wonderful beard um you can find ricky on instagram his instagram handle is ricky r-i-c-k-i ricky sam hall so all one word ricky sam s-a-m-h-a-l-l ricky sam hall on instagram um go and swell his numbers even further um thanks for joining me this week on man in the mirror i'll see you next time take care